Right after high school, I joined the military, and I joined the military because my cousin and I worked at Kroger's on East Main Street, and there was a young man who had just signed up, and he said, why don't you talk to my recruiter? Hi, and welcome to episode eight of Getting to Know You, where we learn more about Buckeye Automotive team members and customers, as well as members of our surrounding community. Today, our guest is Tina Thompson from Down Home with Tina, who is both a customer of Buckeye and a local celebrity. I'm going to call you a local celebrity, Tina. That's very kind of you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and I have to let everyone know that Tina, and no offense to prior guests, but Tina is now my favorite guest because <laughs> she brought chocolate chip cookies. So. Homemade chocolate chip cookies, Scott. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk a little bit about that yeah. when we talk about I Down mean, Home with Tina. It sounds cause... like Down Home with Tina. <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah. So, uh, Tina, welcome to Getting to Know You. Thank you. And thanks for joining us today. And so um, you, not everyone got to hear the banter before, but we, we are here at the Wolf with Mark Bohack. And um, this is kind of like returning home for you, isn't it? It certainly is. This is exactly where it all started, Scott, so many years ago. I hate to say so many years ago, but it really has been. It's been 11, 11. years. Yes. So I'm going to draw Mark into this conversation, too, because... Um, <laughs> I yeah you, know, you heard the band. You know the last time I was a guest on your podcast, yeah. I almost destroyed the show. Yeah, right? That's I. That wasn't the case. Mark. <laughs> well, it seems but, like it was a long time between it podcasts. Was, it was. That was COVID and distraction. So, uh, but we're going to draw you into this one because I think there are going to be some good stories here between these two. Because Tina does have a history with WLOH and. Mark Bohack's radio station. So, um, but before we jump into that, yes. I don't want to, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves because we want to start uh, from the beginning as we normally do with our guests. So, uh, Tina, tell us a little bit about where you were born and where you grew up. Well, I was born in Lancaster, and when I was about five and a half, my parents got a house out in the hills of Sugar Grove. So I was that country girl, but oh. always came back, you know, to the Lancaster for that was town. We go into town, Lancaster was Lancaster the town. Was so, town. yeah, she never grew really up in left. Sugar Grove. Yep, yep, outskirts of, so in the hills, Savage Hill. Savage Hill, okay. <laughs> we lived on Bauman Hill for a long time. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Not far, very familiar. Right around the corner. Yeah. So, actually, that reminds me, our last guest was Angela Cryo. Yep. And she uh, told us you may have taught her how to ride a bike or something. I certainly did. She was a neighbor a couple of houses down. And I was, I, I, and she reminded me of that because, you know, it's just something that you, I think, do. And that's what I did when I was a kid. You see somebody who was struggling maybe with something right. and then you just helped them. And I did. I actually helped Angela Kyle to learn how to ride, <laughs> ride a bicycle. A bike. Yep. There was there only one go. little flat area because it was Savage Hill. And we couldn't be on the road because the cars would come that's flying down fl- the hill yeah, so fast, yeah. you know. And, and of course, it's better if you fall down in the grass than it is on the pavement. Nice. So you, you're you a bike riding teacher, too, <laughs> in addition to all your yeah. other skills. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you're a Went to Burn Union, I presume. I did. Yeah, yep. you're a rocket. What'd you What'd you enjoy doing when you were younger, school school years? Cheerleader. I was a cheerleader. cheerleader. I okay. tried volleyball for a minute, but it was interfering with the cheerleading, so I'd stop that real fast and was not into any of the other stuff. But I did. Yeah. And I love that. I did that from third grade all the way up until I was a senior. Okay, so. great. And yep. then what'd you do from? Uh, Right after school. Right after high school, I joined the military, and I joined the military oh. because my cousin and I worked at Kroger's on East Main Street, and there was a young man who had just signed up, and he said, 
hey, why don't you go talk to my recruiter? Why don't you why don't you talk to my recruiter? His name was Eric. I'll never forget him. And we finally gave in. And when we went, my cousin came downstairs and she said, I just signed up. And I honestly, I looked at her and I go, well, you can't go without me because it was she's right. a year older than me. And it was like Tammy, Tina. And, you know, so we were two peas in a pod. So and there we were in the basic training before we knew it. So what branch of service? Army. Army. Army okay. Preserves is what we, yeah, we ended up getting activated for Desert Storm for a minute, but yep. And then Thanks just, for your service. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. So you, you said you got activated for? Yes. For Desert Storm? Yep. Stayed yeah. stateside. Stayed stateside. Thankfully. Now we did have some of our unit that were sent over mm. and that was really tough, but I always say, you know, it, you, you get into something and you just live through it. Yeah. Would yeah. you, would you like? most about the service oh my goodness i love the camaraderie of the people and you just felt like you were all a family because you were all there together and you weren't separated of a different group you see what you know what i mean where yeah. you were a team you became a team you and tammy in the same regiment or same? We, yep we we were we were in basic training together we were battle buddies battle what buddies. they say and then she ended up getting out right after desert storm but i stayed in Longer, I stayed for my full six years. She moved out of an area where they couldn't have her go, so or they didn't have a reserve unit. So, yeah, I stayed in, and I loved it. I, w I actually tried to go active duty, but it wasn't in the big guy's plan because mm. they were letting people out after Desert Storm because so many people had actually signed joined. up yeah. Yeah, and joined okay. during Desert Storm. So. so what did you, what was your specialty in the <sighs> service? Uh, administrative specialist, okay. which w led me to do all of the other jobs that I had done up to when I w got into banking, which banking is what led me to radio because I got oh. unfortunately robbed. And I know, yeah, lots really? of stuff. Really? Sorry, I'm making a face here. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, gunpoint. And went to work at my church. And that's where I met the one and only Arlene Bohack. And that's where it all started. Yep. So you went radio. from banking to radio? <laughs> to church. To, to God. <laughs> so. Banking in, in, to church. Yeah. yeah, to radio. Yeah. Because it led All me to the order. radio. That's so, right, yeah. So she met she met my wife. They yep. worked at the same church, and my wife was the bookkeeper, and she was the church secretary. Gotcha. And so one day, I call over to talk to Arlene, and Tina answers the phone, and it's like, I don't know, 28 <laughs> minutes later, when I finally got on the phone with Arlene, I go, who was that? Because she can talk. <laughs> and this was back when we were in the talk radio, radio days, days yeah. you know, prior to our switch to country six years ago. Gotcha. So. Wow. Yeah. Quite a story, though, because I was actually hired on, and I stayed at the church, but I was hired on at the radio station to be a producer. Okay. The fellow who was going to have a show came in the day of I was going to be the producer for his show. He came in the day that he was to go live. I mean, he had billboards up. They had been announcing it and everything. We'd been working together, preparing it, and said he couldn't do it. So I get a call from Mark that day, and I think I'm correct when I say, yes, sir. It was the, I should <laughs> inject here. Yes. It was Monday of the Fairfield County <laughs> Fair. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which, there's not much going on then. It's I mean, only it's our not... busy, busiest, you know, <laughs> week, week of, the, of the entire year. Right. Yeah. So yeah. he calls me that morning and he says, I think it was, are you sitting down? And I was, and Scott, he said, it's yours if you want it. He told me what had happened. And I just, I hung up from the phone. I said, yes, I didn't even, wow. I don't even think I took a breath. I was just like, yes. And we came into the studio that afternoon 
and he said, what do you want to call it? I was like talking with Tina. I, I just, it was kind of like it was meant to be. What are we right. going to talk about? I don't know. We'll figure out. Are yeah. we going to do it here at the studio or the fair? Where do you find tons of people? The fair. The fair. So that's where we did it. Nice. Yeah, we just, that afternoon, it was just like, don't worry about anything. Just, you know, we're just going to do this hour. It'll all be good, you know, and. So I remember from your uh, podcast, Mark, that it sounds like Tina got a similar start to her entrance into radio like you did. Yeah. Just like, there you go, you're on. Exactly. In, in my case, it was the guy having, think he was having a heart attack right. and leaves me with two minutes on the record, you know, on right. the CD. And, and it was trial by fire. And you just, you right. just it, you, that's better. You know, you don't have time to be nervous. You don't have time to think about it. No. Right. You just do it. And I did, and I had a lot of ums, but I have to tell you, it was something, Scott, that led me and gave me the confidence to where I am today. And so anybody that I truly believe is interested in going into any kind of communications, they want to go and they they just aren't quite sure or they're not comfortable in front of, because I never would have been uncomfortable with what I do now with TV if I hadn't had those experiences. And, you know, there's a plan. There's a plan. Sometimes we can't jump ahead for it and get too excited and we have to slow down. Yep. Great. That's, I never knew that story, so I've learned something new. Um, so um, how long did you do talking with Tina? Oh, my goodness. So we did that up until... Five we, years. Yeah, yeah. One uh, country. And then uh, Tina was one day, and this was, again, you don't just come in one day and say, we're going to be country the next day. This was a <laughs> like a nine-month process to get there because you have a lot of... There's a lot going on. Now, now during that time, and that the time that you know we started with talking with Tina... The station was growing. It was morphing all that time. I mean, we added the Logan signal at that point, and there was mm-hmm. just always a continuous right. growth process. Mm-hmm. And so one day, after all the other country stations had kind of exploded in the area, and we're like, you know, we need to really be. Maybe we should. We need to look at this. I came to Tina, and I said, Tina, what do you think of the idea of going country? I got country <laughs> out, and what happened? <laughs> what did you say I did? I jumped to the ceiling or like, I think you I hit the like... ceiling and went, yes! yes. <laughs> and I said, well, my thought is you would do mornings, and that's how that all kind of started. Yeah, it was just so exciting, all of the change. And that's, uh, I know that you had a question that you were going to ask me about some memories. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, he took my memory. <laughs> he took my memory. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so, okay, well, let's ask well, that create question. Create a new then. one. Yeah, I'm so trying to think I, Yeah, of... <laughs> now you're going to have to come up with another one because, you know, I, I had on here stories from your days at WLOH. Yeah. And specifically dot 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 dirt on mark well you, she's got plenty of that and you, you're welcome to do it i just want to point out that one of the very first remote broadcasts she ever did was at buckeye toyota ah, for the, was it the big hunt. was it the big easter egg hunt helicopter drop yes. is that what it was that i was think it one was of them. Yeah. yeah yeah it was yes we did actually i think that was the first or second year we owned 2012 the toyota store. 2013 yeah. somewhere in there easter yeah. egg drop yeah. You also did the car giveaway at the fair. Yes, we that did fall. that. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. that fall, too. Yeah. 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 yeah, we did that as well. Yeah, a lot of great things. I don't really have dirt on Mark, but the only thing is that with Mark, it's so funny because I remember one story that he had. He came to me and asked me. He needed, a, I think it was a Santa, like a, a voice or something just for something, and I tried it. And he just, he has this smirk, but it's really funny because I've made him do it more than once. It's this smirk like, let's not ever do that ever yeah, again. I, don't, I have no clue what she's talking yeah. about. It must be some it's natural so expression. Sure. He's like, 
It just no, I just saw it like, right here, Mark. Yes. I, I just, I just witnessed it. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's, it's probably just... a look of sheer terror. I'm not sure. <laughs> yes, I think that might be a better explanation of the look because he's just like, I think I usually, if he did something, I'd put my hand to my head and just shake it. He just gives that look and just is like, oh no. Yeah, let's <laughs> move on. The, the the cool thing though is during you know when it, not everything always runs smoothly. You know, believe it or not, (laughs) you do have technical issues from time to time. The one thing about Tina that that was always very comforting to us was the fact that if there was something going on, I could say, it's her military training, I'd say, Mm -hmm. follow these simple instructions, and she could just one, two, three, four, five, fixed, knock it right out. out. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a rarity for a lot of people to be able to to say, yes, show me exactly what to do, and over the phone be able to do that. Thank you. That was very kind, Mark. Thank you. Well, he gave you the little, you know, pat on the back. And I also jotted down here, since I did ask, do you have any dirt on Mark? I jotted down here, Mark, do you have any dirt on Tina? Uh, Dirt? Oh, no. 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 uh, The the biggest problem is energy level. You know, she just doesn't have any energy, you know? It's always just like, you know, Tina, what are you, you're dragging. No, literally, it would, you'd come into the radio station. She's going 100 miles an hour at all times. Right. And uh, and I don't I, I it's like I don't there's not enough caffeine in the world to get me to that level, but that's what people have always remarked when they they meet Tina you know at the station and she she did a lot of client relation where she would do like interviews I mean, yeah. she'd be the other side of it she'd be the interviewer, and people would uh, man where does she get all that energy so yeah the only thing the biggest difference between me and Mark is that he's not a hugger and I would hug all day. Okay, <laughs> let me rephrase that. because I never I, tried. I'm not the best hugger in the world, but I got to tell you, um, uh, women have a tendency to hug me. I just... <laughs> You're a big teddy bear. Um, teddy bear. It's, it's, no, before COVID, man, I could count on at least two hugs a week. And it was like, yeah, it was, you know that 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 nervous, like, eh, like Ned Ryerson from Groundhog Day. Eh. Anyway, that's kind of me with hugs. But, but Tina's a hugger. She's very tactile, and, and she just likes to show you know, that, 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 that affection. Yeah. So if you ever want to hug Mark, you got to tell him you're coming in. Here I come. I'm coming in, Mark. <laughs> and I'll be like, elbows up. <laughs> Six foot social distancing. Oh, sorry, Scott. Wow, I don't know where to take the rest of this conversation. Uh, This is a family reunion uh, conversation here now. Um, So let's jump to tell us about Down Home with Tina. How did you? What was your path to Down Home with Tina? And tell us about that show. You know, after radio, I was like, I felt, do I have the confidence to be on camera? I don't know if I did, but. I know that everything else that I did, like Mark said, you just try it and you just do it. And I tried it and I did it. And Tina, before you continue, though, you you're no stranger to TV. No. One of the things mm-hmm. that uh, that she did TV commercials for several years, okay, including one for I remember it distinctly the the Franklin County. Board of Elections, right? Yeah. You were the lady at the counter, right? And the other one that, uh, and this happened while she was at the radio station, she was the lady in hoodie on the People's Bank ATMs. Yes. I was, yep. Okay. So she had some visual. She had a lot you. of visual things like <laughs> right. that. It was, you know, with, during radio, she was freelancing and doing a lot of that too. Okay. So, Good. so that t- this wasn't her first TV rodeo. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Yep. But you know, I got to tell you, Scott, I was nervous in front of the camera. I was yeah. always nervous. I could not get comfortable, and that's why I don't think I ever pursued that. But I just How I went into. How did that change? I, I don't. 
radio. Just experience. The experience of radio and gaining that confidence of being able to just talk. And I would listen to Real myself sometimes. And, and yeah. And so I went into Interface and it happened to have been the time when they were going to take over the contract for the um, Lancaster City Schools. That network is what it was at the time. Okay. And yep. then it became the yeah, City of network. Lancaster. Yes. Yes. LSN. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then to CLN. Yeah. And yeah. he said, well, I'm looking for new content. Let me talk to my team. And then voila, all of a sudden, you know, here I am doing similar what I did with talk. Exactly. I miss my people. It's yeah, the talk us, radio on us, TV. Okay. Yeah. yeah tell yeah. us about the show, what you normally right. And and remember, there's been a long history of with Interphase of uh, people that were in radio. Well, Stan Robinson did it for years. Oh yes, Jack yes. Greathouse when he before yeah. he retired yep. uh, did the whatever. What was that called? It was the Jack Greathouse show here, but it was something else, something with Jack. Yeah. Anyway, well, when he moved to South Carolina, it left a, a kind of a big opening with yeah. with their TV. So they just yeah. yeah. So he was like, and it just fell into. So Down Home Latina is I invite a lot of different nonprofits, folks that are inspirational to the community. I also have heroes, which I heroes of the month or teacher of the month or veteran of the month as well. And that's just to highlight those folks who have really they're doing something in our community and I interview them and I always have homemade chocolate chip cookies for every guest Perfect. because I just want them to I feel, feel bad comfortable. I didn't bring cookies for my guest. <laughs> well, I brought them for you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, well I have to change that up. <laughs> that's funny. I just, I want people to feel like they're at home. I had Rick Schneider from Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care years ago say to me, when I listen to you on the radio in the car, it's like you're having a conversation. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what I want people who sit with me in the down home set. But Rick tells that to everybody. I'm just going to say, no, I'm, no, I'm going to cry. No, 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 Rick, no Rick's, Rick's awesome. <laughs> he and, is amazing. And, and he is a cookie, you know, aficionado. By the is way, so, I yes. Did, oh yes, I should have known that because of the cookie walk, right? Don't they get they're very involved with the cookie walk? No. Yeah, I have to take in my cookies. I've never given him my cookies, so I'm going to have to do that now that you that. said that, Mark. Yeah. You need a minimum of five dozen. Just, <laughs> I'm just saying because the cookie walk is a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. So could you uh, <laughs> could you share a story from one of your uh, episodes that kind of hit home with you, particularly so, or something you want to share on this? I have had so many amazing people, just as I did when I went back to talk radio. But I I think that the one that really made me cry, and it was after the fact, was I highlighted Daniel Shirey, who is the Liberty Union football coach. And he was awarded some awards this year for Football Coach of the Year. And his daughter, Reese Shirey, had been, has been battling leukemia for a couple of years now. And when he was in to see me, I had had her on a second time. I, I interviewed her the year she was really going through the tough part of it. And then a year later, which was this past fall, I had her on again to see how she's doing. Well, when he after his interview, I we were talking about her and I said, well, we're going to have a cancer kick and butt party when she rings that bell this summer. And he said, I just have to tell you the way you make her feel so special when you have her on your show. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, you gotta make me cry. And he's like, what's going to make me be about, you know, me too. And I was just like, that is why I do what I do. Because if I can make a positive difference in the world with one person, then I feel like it's what God's got me and I'm working his plan. Maybe you can mention the Hunter Barber. 
events. Yeah, they. That you're I think. With. Yes, yes. Well, they stopped. Okay. They stopped doing those last year. Well, because before COVID, I think the year before, just before COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah, they okay. did. Because yeah, it was yeah. We've been sponsors mm-hmm. of the Hunter Barber in the past. Event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just um, there's so many folks out there that just don't get recognized, Scott, for the amazing things that they do. And I feel that in the world of where there tends to be quite a bit of negativity, I want to try to bring the positivity. Great. Well, thanks for doing that. Oh, no problem. It's my pleasure. I love it. Got a new fan. I'm going to start listening to or watching Down Home with Tina more. Thank you, Scott. Um, So I want to jump over to um, asking a little bit about how you became a member of the Buckeye family. Okay. So I ended up in an accident with a vehicle that I was already not happy with the vehicle, but of course we don't all want to have an accident. Of course, that's why it's called an accident. (laughs) And I walked in and I had been to so many different dealerships And this was before, I think it was even before radio that I went there. I wasn't here yet when I, but so anyways, I walked in and it was Jeremy and I, his last name's not coming to me, but. Jeremy Shy. Um. Maybe, Maybe from this? he's from the I know the Baltimore. He's from Liberty kind of, Union. Yeah, area. Liberty yep. Union. Yeah, yeah. Then Jeremy that's Shy. It. Jeremy mm-hmm. and then Kent DeLong. Kent DeLong. Yep. And I just both was like, still with us on the team. Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome gentleman. I just said, I'm over it. I have been to so many different dealerships. I know what it is that I have that I want to spend, and I've already been approved. Can you get me in a vehicle? And they got me in a vehicle, and then that was my first vehicle, and then. My second is what I'm still driving today, and I really need to get back over there and look for something different. <laughs> okay. The the uh, the Civic. I still have the Civic. You still have the Civ. 162,000 miles, right? gentlemen. I travel quite a bit. In that Great. little thing. Well, you've got the right vehicle for it. Absolutely. Uh, yep. Oh, good. When you keep doing the main maintenance on yeah, it, yeah, I just it, saw it you just... in for maintenance maybe a month or so ago. Yeah, so just... that was one of the things that spurred me up thinking maybe Tina would be a great <laughs> guest for our podcast. So. Thank you so much for well, even good. Well, thinking about Well, good. Well, thanks for shouting me. out uh, Jeremy and Kent, two of our longtime team members that do a great job, and um, Jeremy's at the Honda store still, and Kent's uh, mm-hmm. now at our Toyota store. So, um, yeah, yeah. Let us know how we can anything we can do to help. Absolutely. Sounds good. What other passions I've kind of learned some of these I think uh, as you've talked but any other passions or things that you you'd like to share I love to bake and I love to do things something that I have done that I don't know if you're aware of I did a 15 hour ride along with the Lancaster Fire Department last fall and that was amazing and boy did I really get an opportunity to learn about what those did, heroes what did you learn um I learned that, and, and this was even leading up to that day, you never know what you're going to get. It's a, It was almost like a huge life lesson because I know you never know what you're going to get from day to day when you wake up, but these guys on every call they go out to, they have no idea what is going to happen. Yeah. So they're anxiously sitting there awaiting for it could be, and, and they call it the worst day of somebody's life. But when you go and you watch these men on my crew or men, I know there are women also that are firefighters in the Lancaster Fire Department, but they just, they make the the members of our community feel safe and they're just there to help. And I love that. And that's why I think that was, I was already highlighting inspirational folks, but I thought I got to do a first responder of the month. And then I did a police, I did it with the Lancaster police. I did a, a ride along with that too. And that was eye-opening as well. People have no idea the what, what kind of, how many calls in different situations and the the calls that are priority. You know that it, it's 
somebody may go on social media and they may say something like, well, you know, there are kids running around. Why are the cops not there? Maybe because the cops are now on another call that actually is a priority call and they're they're, they're life threatening calls for some right. folks. So, yeah, I always try to it's stay positive. So I don't want to, but it's behind just, the scenes of oh, wow. how all that works. Really, yeah, and and it's like constant. I can't remember if um, I can't remember what Chief Pilar told me, but that day I was on with them was one of the busiest days that they had had in calls and stuff. It was, he, I can't remember the number, but it was extraordinary. So we were just really glad to see that, that everything is going good and they can yeah. continue to, to hire more folks yeah. on the Lancaster Fire Department and good. the Police Department. Great. Mm-hmm. Another group to be thankful for. Absolutely. Yes, our heroes, I call them. <laughs> good. Well, good. Well, thank you for joining us today. Mark, anything else you'd like to add? No, it's good to hear everything? Tina talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like talking with Tina. <laughs> I'm having some flashbacks here. It's great. And thank you so much, though, because uh, WLOH and Arlene and Mark for that belief in me so many, many years ago to know that I could talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew she could talk. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah she I didn't know it. one. And, and this, <laughs> before she was actually hired, it was... Um, we were taking a vacation. We were heading to uh-huh. Tennessee, and one day I, I said, "You just want to fill in for me one day? That'd be great." She didn't know it was a tryout. I did uh, not, and I and it not. was unofficial. But she filled in because I was doing the afternoon right. show at that time, and I said, "I just need somebody to fill in for me for a day because I'm going to be out." Right. And she didn't know that that was her her demo until so. li- way later, way later, and I was like. That little stinker, that was actually an <laughs> audition for it me was. to yeah. see if I could keep going and how I interviewed. Now, what I didn't passed. know was how badly she fretted over it to get it right. <laughs> so I found that yeah. out later, too. Yeah. But that is something that, of course, now with, with on camera, you don't. What you, get, what you do is and what you see is really what you get. Yep. Good. There's no editing or <laughs> anything like that. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tina. We uh, really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better and uh, enjoyed the uh, learning more about you and Mark here. And too. the cookies. And Don't the forget cookies. the cookies. And thank you for the cookies. You're welcome. And they do have walnuts, so just so you know. Great. Yeah. Don't want to surprise anybody. All right. Take care. Thanks. <laughs> you too. Thanks for joining us at Getting to Know You. And we just want to let you know that our next episode is going to be with Diane Borders, one of our longtime team members at Buckeye Automotive as another part of our recognition of National Women's History Month. So we'll look forward to talking to you next time.